0: Hey, it's Naughty.
1: And I'm the Teach. And welcome to Naughty and the Teach.
0: This week, we are your favorite and sincere Black Hotties.
1: That's us. We are sincere. And we're coming live and straight to you.
0: Yes. And, um, you know, unfortunately... Jesus and Meryl broke up, so now we could really be your favorite black hotties. Oh
1: man, yeah. And you know, and, and
0: we actually fit because we're a black person. We're actually, we're two black people, and I'm Afro Latina, and then you had um, Meryl, who was Afro Latino. So there you go. Yeah. We, there you go. We that's our spot. That's um, our.
1: Uh, as as New Yorkers, that's a big loss. Jesus um, and Meryl were great, and you know we salute them as being people who were successful in doing it. On the level that they were doing it. So, you know, we, we, we wish them the best. And we hope that, you know, whatever they choose to do, they have success with.
0: And we're also here to fill that void. Yes. So we're tell gonna, your friends to listen.
1: We're going to do our best in order to do what we can in order to be entertaining and something for you to consume and enjoy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there was no follow up to that.
1: Um, so how are you feeling? How is how is how has things been? I mean, this last episode.
0: Uh I mean things have I guess basically been good. They've been up and down. The death of um the death. The anniversary of my friend's death is coming up, so that's been like kinda hard. It's made it uh real again, I guess. Um, you know, coming up to the anniversary. But otherwise it's been pretty good. You know, I've been working out, I've been taking care of myself. I finally went to the, the glasses store to get glasses. Big so, step. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been <laughs> I'm out here struggling to she see. She could see soon. Yeah. Um, he's been making fun of me for a while because I've been I be squinting at the at the computer screen, and he's like, "Are you sure you can see?" And I'm like, "No." So I got glasses.
1: Um, I have been doing the complete opposite of her. Um, I have not been working out. I've been straight up chilling. Like, yo, I've been straight up chilling. It feels good. Sometimes we just need to just decompress and not worry and feel. And I've just been focused on myself and my home and doing what I can. So things are good. I'm going to start, you know, you know, we can only do this for so long. So I'm going to start getting back out there and doing stuff and really being out there and in your face. No, (laughs) I'm just kidding. But really, I've just been chilling and it's been really good.
0: But, yeah, some of you got to start working out. I've literally had it. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, no, and it happened. I looked it up because I was like, I was like, maybe I'm bugging, maybe I'm tripping. But I looked it up and it's called a corgasm because of um, the muscles that you're working, because you're working like your lower abs and your pelvis. And I was like, yo, that shit was actually crazy. And I was like, now I'm. And then I did like two classes. That oh, day. Hold, on, hold
1: on, wait, wait. Did you stop when you realized like, oh, this is exciting, or did you was like, no, oh kept, shit, let me see what?
0: I kept going. I kept working out, and then made it last longer because I was the, what we I was doing a lower ab workout with my with my oh sorry with my whole body. So I was like, let's keep doing this. Let's explore this feeling because it felt different than a like. It was it was an orgasm, but it felt different because of how my body was being used. Like I'm I'm not gonna Your body was
1: being used?
0: Yeah, like I mean, I'm not gonna lie, right? So you know, I I would say I do stuff, but I'm a Pillow princess. So the orgasm is like I'm feeling it, but it's something that's being done to me. I was actively doing the actions. It's like when you have an orgasm oh. on top. But like it, this one was much more full body because I was using my whole body, and I could feel it like all in my core.
1: Just for clarity's sake, what what princess are you?
0: I said a, a pillow princess.: What's
1: a pillow princess?
0: Where you lay down and you, you have this you have the pleasure done to you.
1: Ah, so you're, you're you're receiving the pleasure.:
0: Yes, but I think that's like a partial thing because I, I feel like I hold my own too. I'll be, I'll be active in there.
1: At so time. would a pillow princess be active or are they just receiving pleasure?:
0: That's someone that they'd they be like you know they just receive they just receive all the pleasure. I think they I have two different aspects. So
1: I'm I, I come from a different gender from you, so we would, people normally refer that to as starfish. Is yes. that
0: similar same, same thing same oh, idea. Wait, hold
1: on, but you it sounded like you were at least oh no, you're just getting all the pleasure. starfish is just like they lay there and they do nothing
0: oh, okay, well, I don't do, like, nothing. But I think a pillow princess is the same thing, but I wouldn't say that I lay there and do nothing. That, that's, too, that's too far at, on the end of that spectrum. But I do know that I'm also someone that's, like, put it inside me, and that's what gets done.
1: Well, so, I think, I think that know. we learned um, from this conversation is that working out, especially certain core exercises, you might be able to orgasm. And so. So do it. I don't know why I haven't been working out, but I'm definitely going to start <laughs>
0: like, doing I'm me gonna, some core
1: exercises.
0: Tomorrow. Like tonight. After, <laughs> we're going to close this up. It's going to be like, let me work out right now. I might
1: even do it mid-episode just to see, like, just to so test the validity of like, this. Um, Nadi,
0: what what, what, what what, did you do? I'm like, I was doing this. I was, okay, small. I was doing bars. So it was very small movements.
1: Wait, I'm sorry. You, you were doing bars?
0: Bar. B-A-R-R-E. Oh, wow. Oh.
1: Is that bar? Bar-A. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's I'm just, bar. I'm just it's bar. bar. Okay. Um, so, again, if you want to get yourself <laughs> something, one, it's good because it'll improve your body. And if you have goals, it might help you fit your fitness goals. It also might give you some that boost of uh, oxy- oxytonin. What, what is it? Uh, serotonin?
0: Serotonin.
1: Might give you that boost of serotonin and relax you. Maybe and do some exercises the- before you go to bed.
0: And the endorphins. Well, no, because you'll be hyped up.
1: Oh, I thought it, orgasms might put you to sleep.
0: Yes, but you have I'm to... not a
1: woman, obviously. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not like, let me orgasm and fall asleep. That's, that is stereotypically. That's, that's a
1: man ugly. thing. Mm-hmm. I knew you were going to go there. But you're not wrong. You're not wrong. stereotypically,
0: you know, I don't, I, maybe some men are like, no, I have an orgasm and I'm energized. And I'm like, okay.
1: I, I, have you had that experience?
0: A few times. Alright, so
1: they exist. That's what's important.
0: Yeah, it's um it's the exception to the rule.
1: True, true. All right, so let's get into our popping off. Sound or no sound?
0: Let let let's do a sound. Let's be All reminiscent. Right. Here
1: we go. Throwback to our original sound. Yeah, I still don't like it. I don't, I don't like it.
0: Yeah, I mean, but the, we thank the person on the podcast, so I feel like maybe it's kind of mean that we say that we don't like it. But I mean, there, he's obviously not listening, so because he would have been like, what the fuck? But, but No, no,
1: I mean, I, I'm not saying I, 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 I want to do it differently. I want something more in tone with what we're trying to really do. I don't think it really captures,
0: yeah, it's not I, our vibe. I,
1: especially coming from a creative side, I don't think it really captures what we're trying to accomplish here.
0: Uh, yeah, I agree, but I just feel badly sometimes that um he we thanked him and then we've talked shit about it multiple
1: times. Oh no, no, no! It's not it's not that. I think it was a great job done. I just don't think it fits the tone of what we're trying to do.
0: Yeah, it's just not our vibe. And I yeah, f- I, yeah. but um.
1: All right, so the queen of the podcast. How would you like to stop your start your popping off?
0: Okay, so I am going to talk about uh, WNBA, WNBA player Brittany Griner, and um. You know, she plays, she played for, or I don't know if she's technically still on the team because she is being detained in Russia right now. She
1: is. She's still on the team. So she's
0: technically on the team. still. So, okay. So she plays for the Phoenix Suns in America.
1: Phoenix Mercury.
0: Oh, the internet lied to me. Phoenix Mercury. The internet lied to me. Yeah, the
1: internet definitely lied to you. you. It's the internet. The internet will most likely will probably not tell you the truth. She
0: plays for the um, Phoenix Mercury. Oh, that makes sense because the guys are the Suns. Oh, that's so cute. That's so cute. Okay, so she plays for the <laughs> Phoenix Mercury. You can tell
1: she don't watch or listen to or participate in any WNBA activities.
0: The Liberties. Lisa Leslie.
1: Lisa Leslie was not on the Liberties.
0: She's on the Sparks? <laughs> she, was she was on the Sparks. Sparks. Lisa Leslie. <laughs> but at least I knew. I, I knew did. the correct one. I corrected Leslie. myself yes. and I yes. corrected myself. That's it. I've been to Liberties games, though. But that's the problem and I feel like that makes me a bad feminist because I don't watch that WNBA no, games. it's... No, it does. Because if I watched it, then they could get paid more and they wouldn't have to be like in Brittany Griner's situation where uh, most a lot of MB, WNBA what players... What a
1: segue. You are a professional. Go ahead, girl.
0: Look at me. <laughs> um, so a lot of WNBA players, they play, they play for the WNBA and they also play overseas to, um, to make enough money to support themselves. So I apologize to any Russian listeners... If I butcher this name, because Brittany Griner also plays for the Ekaterinburg team in Russia. That's why she was going back. That's why she was going to Moscow in the first place in February, because it was their finals. It was the um, the Europe the UMMC finals.
1: Can I chime in? Um, so one thing that's common for WNBA players is they have to play overseas in order to make a viable income. Um, professional NBA male basketball players do not have to do that because they get paid well over um, what they may need in order to really have a living and live in the life of a person who is in that spotlight. But WNBA players get paid significantly less that they have to take a uh, job a job yes playing overseas in order to really make viable money
0: and the seasons overlap and i like so and also at the time so okay let me just give a little bit more context so Brittany Griner has been detained since february um for and what she is being detained for is uh for bringing drugs into the country the drugs that she brought were it was a cannabis oil and it's used for injuries, like to p- put on your body and um, like to help soothe your soothe your body. So um, they were, and there's also another another um, Canadian person that has American, you know, citizenship uh, that is also being detained since 2018. So the the government made a deal with Russia, or is trying to make a deal with Russia to trade um, a convicted arms dealer, Victor Bout to trade him to Russia to give him back to Russia to get Britney Griner and um I think it's Paul Whelan, and to bring yeah it's Paul Whalen to bring them back to the US and they're still waiting on a deal back from that
1: a convicted arms dealer versus a person who was detained for cannabis oil
0: yes and the and what then Phil, and then, field, wow. and then f- sorry Paul Whalen. That's the Juan
1: Soto or the Kevin Durant Trade of this year,
0: so, and then Paul whalen is um they uh, they believe Sports he was pass. a spy, so but there's you know
1: and a spy.
0: Yeah, so it's for a WNBA <laughs> player who brought in cannabis oil and a spy,
1: uh, an alleged spy,
0: an alleged spy. Yeah, an alleged spy, and so right, uh, it unfortunately right, so um unfortunately like at this point, britney Grinder is not even trying to like uh come home the um they're trying to like make her sentence shorter because she can be sentenced up to 10 years which is the maximum and that's what most people get charged for the crime of bringing drugs into Russia so they're just trying to get it they're hoping to get to get 5 years for her
1: and, god damn
0: yeah no exactly that and that's like so and then to and then yesterday today we're recording on July 28th so on the 27th um Brittany Griner testified that she traveled to Russia even though um, or she traveled to Moscow even though the United States was saying not to go because of um, because of COVID and because of I'm assuming the 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 war but she went anyways which shows you how much she needs that second job of playing overseas right but that she traveled when she had COVID um, to be in the WM base she can get get that money and so and then she also testified that um she didn't she didn't realize that she had packed her cannabis oil because of course she had covid and she was fatigued um and that she couldn't understand what people were at the airport what the people were telling her and what paperwork she was signing and that she was trying to translate things with her phone but of course this was a fast process so she obviously missed some things when she was doing her own translating because there wasn't a an advocate or a a middle person there And she even had um, her defense attorney uh, testify that she has a prescription in the states for cannabis oil. So I think like all of those things like hopefully gets her sympathy. And um, I I mean, as a black person, I don't just because of that, like just because of that, I'm like, I don't know if she's going to be able to just come home. But I'm hoping that she does get a shorter sentence like, but I'm like, she's black and black Americans are just disliked. She black may,
1: women, especially. She
0: has, she's a black woman. She may be fair skinned, but she has locks. And
1: so she's tall.
0: She's tall. She's part
1: of the LGBTQIA community.
0: You know, and I also do think, like, you, she, because of, because she's an athlete, automatically, she, because she's an athlete and because she is gay, she's automatically masculinized. So it's going to, and, even if it's, not, if, if it's not in the forefront of people's minds subconsciously, they will be arresting a black man. And I think, you know, it, there's a whole lot of things uh, in there. And, they're going to, and I think that they're going to punish her, not for the cannabis oil, because the cannabis oil is not something that you can sell and really distribute, but they're going to be punishing her for her sexuality and her race. And I think that is the scarier part, you know. And she's so, somewhere foreign, you know, alone, she can send letters, but all those letters get written in like, you know, you don't know really what happens to them when you're in prison. So,
1: yeah, it's um I even hoping for a shorter sentence when 10 years is the max. That's that's just sad. Like five and- years in prison in a foreign country when you don't know the language, you don't know the customs, you don't. I mean, I'm not saying American prisons are great. They are st- in, in a lot of senses, considered one of the some of the worst in the world because of conditions, because of the treatment, because of how things are handled. There's no the, the argument that a lot of uh, people make is that there's no real rehabilitation in um, the American judicial system, especially in which they house prisoners um, compared to other countries. But it's still a shock when you are part of a in a culture that you don't know. You don't know the language and everything.
0: But so. in a way, she's a part of their culture because she plays Basketball, for their yeah. team. And you would think that that would give her some you think some she knows access. the language? No, I'm not surprised she doesn't know the, the, the language because she's literally go... The, because the seasons overlap, she's flying in and out all the time. She's not really spending time there. Well, I know? just want to
1: say this. There's a uh, professional athlete in the United States who has to fly during their seasons back and forth to and from to make ends meet, to get paid in a way that others are being paid as well. I I really want to just leave that and put that in perspective before we do anything. Overlapping seasons mean I have to fly here because there's a game or this or that or whatever the case may be, just to get the pay for the work that other people are getting paid,
0: like millions, billions.
1: I don't even know how many times more than they are getting paid. And, and, then, that's, and that's that says something.
0: And that's the league. That's a big chunk of the WNBA. It's a big chunk of the league. It's not, this is not a, like the the idea of of Brittany Griner having to play for two teams is not an individual to her. It's, it's the whole league, which really speaks to the athleticism and the struggle that they are, of, are facing as athletes who will happen to be women.
1: Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, We all obviously want to see a good resolution. Cannabis, oil, marijuana, CBD, THC. At this point, you don't want to see people penalized heavily for them, especially with the legalizations in certain parts of the country, in certain parts of the world. But when those are the things that's holding people up and where, concerned about their well-being their safety this is something that's been happening well within the black community in this country for years and years decades yeah decades so um i mean i, I i'm still kind of hung up on the arms dealer and the that's alleged like a 25 spy. year
0: sentence and like so we we know the nigga is guilty. We know he's guilty. The
1: alleged spy and the cannabis oil versus the, the person who was literally oil. dealing arms that killed people.
0: And then the cannabis oil, right? Like that could have been THC. More than likely, it was THC. So it wasn't even. I mean, sorry, no. It probably. I mean, it probably uh, CBD? didn't. It was. Yeah, it was probably CBD, CBD. CBD. So if it was CBD, then there was THC really. THC is fun. Yeah. It was, it was literally just to help her body. There's n- there's nothing active that you can, like, smoke or get high from. So, like, that's a, that's a, that's the other thing.
1: Uh, but, and, Naughty, and they let she her should get on have known the, the rules and the regulations and the customs and when also, she flew into the country.
0: But... Um, where the fuck was TSA that they let her fly in there? They let her fly into um, Russia with it. They should have taken it out of her. They should have been like, take this out your luggage, whatever, throw it away. Because when we went to Barclays Center, Homegirl was, oh, like, <laughs> was like, throw your makeup out. Was like, made me throw part of my keychain out. What was the
1: What was the thing that she made you uh, throw in the garbage?
0: She made um. So I the keychain right. Know, the key I had chain. a I My keys were on a on a a big like a metal paper clip that i've gone taken to airports gone you know whatever i've gone through airports with that and she was like if you keep it you have to um you can't go into the bar you can't go into the stadium
1: i'm gonna keep it 100 i think they because there was two separate bins that she was putting stuff in i think it was stuff that they were taking in order to keep for themselves
0: no, because she was taking people's um, like weed. But then she, and then I was like, yo, but in my mind, I was like, you are a sad person because she took, and, and as I noticed when she was putting the two different things in garbage cans, she put that girl's half used makeup into the keep garbage can. Yeah. I was like, you're not even the same complexion. This is a sad day.
1: Yeah, she was, but they'll flip it, sell it. But that's, that's another conversation for another day. Um, anything else you want to add about Britney Grinder? That is all. All right. So um, I had to talk about some forms of police brutality. I wanted to mention the name Brandon Calloway. Um, I wanted to talk about it, but I wanted to keep it short because these are conversations that we'll continue to have over and over and over again. And I think that I don't. I don't want to keep bringing up the same thing it's like we're just talking about black trauma porn it's just we're talking about these things that's happening so what i'm going to do is i'm going to give you information and if you're interested you should look it up so there was a a young man named brandon calloway um from tennessee whom uh was alleged to have run a stop sign and was about 12 miles per hour over the speed limit Um, The police violently and brutally arrested him, uh, put his foot on his neck. Um, You can definitely Google it if you want to. That is something that happened in the United States of America in the year 2022.
0: So I this is it's not funny, but I thought Brandon Calloway was there was another shooting after that. I think a, a boy was a black boy i think he was 18 was killed having a water gun fight in a park by an off duty corrections officer.
1: Uh, yes, that was in the Bronx and that just happened in the last couple of days.
0: Yeah, see, that's why i got them mixed up. This was Which a, is unfortunate that there's so many
1: Sadly. so many
0: murders that you're like, "Oh."
1: And i also didn't want to bring that up or talk about that because it's it's just a lot, you know? It is a lot. Um, on the flip side of that, I wanted to talk about the subway scuffle that happened in East in East Harlem subway station to where it was recorded. Um, there's a police officer having a fight with a teenager. That's all we got is just that uh, we don't know how. I don't know. or I, In my research, I wasn't able to find out how old this person is. Um, you could just see it. It's kind of a brutal fight. The teenager's bloodied. There's a uh, back and forth between the officer and this teenager. Um, the one thing I was hoping for and praying for and had my fingers crossed was that this kid wasn't going to end up dead. And normally, these are the things that happen in these type of situations. So it was kind of, it It was nerve wracking. However, I do want to say that the way that the narrative of this it's 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 narr- it's narrated as uh, two two teens assault this officer, but when you talk and you read into the articles, that doesn't seem to be the case. There's you could see one teen, well it's a boy and a girl fighting with the adult male officer, and it's a brutal fight. The teen is bloodied, but the narrative of all the media pr- representation was that two teens assaulted this officer witnesses on the on the scene said it was different said the police officer and this is not a surprise especially if you live in new york city especially if you live in certain neighborhoods that the police officer instigated this fight the police officer was the first to be physical was the first to really there it's it there's not a support for uh the people they're supposed to support but they were the first to escalate the situation that's the word i'm looking for and i that's another situation you should look up to google it however i want to kind of keep it more lighthearted since i already talked about those things i want to start off by talking about drake's airdrops um if you don't know drake was on vacation recently and he took a photo of another person who was also on vacation and she was uh in his words, uh, beautiful. So he took this photo of her, and then he was trying to airdrop it to her because he wanted her her to know how beautiful she was. I'm going to just pause there and give you a chance to respond.
0: That is creepy as hell. I'm actually trying to find it on his Instagram right now because that... Is so creepy. Like, why would you ever do that? Like, I think it's creepy that people even have their, can't like, they have professional cameras out and shit like that. Oh, no, it was on his iPhone. No, no, but I think it's creepy when people take, like, those kind of photos randomly of people. That's so weird. And I've had this conversation with my mom because she's like, oh, well, you know, if you're in the street, anyone can take a picture of you. And I'm like, no, they shouldn't. They should respect your, like... Your space and not take a fucking picture of you. That is so creepy. Especially, like, I see like on Halloween when people um, take pictures of kids in their costume. That's fucking creepy. That's fucking creepy. You have to ask somebody before you take a picture of them. And I, anything else is creepy as shit. I'm not gonna lie.
1: Hundred percent. And I, I don't care that he's
0: Drake. That's creepy.
1: Yeah, uh that's that's just not a good look. And it's,
0: I already have like an issue with Drake and his whole this, this whole pedophile allegations. Allegedly. That's why I said allegations.
1: Yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> just always, I'm always going to be that guy. Um, so that's one part. Um, it's not a good look. I know if it was just regular old oh, the teach and I was taking pictures of females, and sending them to of them, woman, talking about of, uh, of, that was the point. That was. The point i I know the word females which we'll talk about but um if i was taking pictures of women and i was uh you know sending it to them so i could let them know how beautiful they are so they know that they're beautiful that shit is creepy if i'm taking pictures of you and i don't know you and we're not in something or in a group or whatever why am i doing that
0: it's creepy there's no reason
1: but, you know, it's Drake, and Drake is Drake. Yeah. It doesn't make it less creepy, but, but it's, Drake, it so. will be seen more acceptable because it's Drake. Not that it's Steve from Kenny's Shoes
0: yeah, <laughs>
1: or whatever. Um, the last thing I wanted to talk about by popping off was Lady Gaga and Kid Cudi. Now, very recently, they both performed on stage. And they both had a similar issue, but it was handled very differently. So let me explain. So Lady Gaga was on stage, and she was performing, and she was doing her thing. And somebody threw something on the stage, and it was blocked. Now, I'm not saying that there was a person who ran out and slapped it down or anything. No, there seemed to have been, like, some form of invisible wall that stopped these items from coming on stage. Bravo. In, in light of the Oscars of 2022, there are, I guess, safeguards, I don't know, whatever. That
0: was a really clean wall. There was but
1: it was the wall. You couldn't even see it. It was an invisible wall. I think Lady Gaga has a force field. I'm just going to say She's it. She's a it, Jedi. It's a force field, allegedly. She has a force field. She saw it coming. She just slapped it down with her mind. You go, Lady Gaga. On the flip side, Kid Cudi filled in at Coachella?
0: Rolling Loud. Rolling
1: Loud. Yes. Rolling Loud for Kanye West, who pulled out, and Kid Cudi was his replacement. He was a headliner. He was there. He was happy. He performed. However, during his performance, people flooded, flooded the stage with items. Just threw stuff on stage, ad nauseum, just kept throwing stuff, to the point where he got frustrated and said, hey, if anyone throws any more, I'm just going to leave and people and sure enough, people still threw shit on the stage, and true to his word, he got up and left.
0: And also to say Kanye West still performed at Rolling Loud did, earlier in the day. Earlier, yes, so allegedly he was in the crowd. Yes. Throwing shit at Cuddy. So <laughs> they had a big fallout.
1: It's I wish he had that invisible wall. Because Kid Cuddy, you know, he took it. He was there to perform. He was there to perform for the fans for the fanaticism. Of people to react in that way to just flood the stage with stuff because you're not happy. It wasn't Kid Cudi's fault. Kid Cudi didn't do anything to make him become the headliner. He happened to fill in for somebody who happened to drop out for whatever reason. he's
0: still a fucking dope headliner. It's not like they replaced Kanye with somebody... Like I'm not gonna argue that is, Kid
1: Cudi and Kanye are the same. I'm
0: not gonna say that they're I'm the not the same. Gonna say that. They're not the same, but Kid Cudi is a great artist in his own right. And and if you like Kanye so much, it's partially a Kanye concert because Kanye produced so much of his shit. Like so, you still get you still get some Kanye. Let like let's let's be real. But um, they're still like great. It's very different concerts, but there's, it still would have been a great show. It's not like they picked somebody who was like completely obscure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that would have been different if they picked somebody or if they would have put one of the um, front runners as a headliner yeah. and not even really replaced him. So, you know,
1: hundred percent. Um. percent? All right. So that's all I got for my popping off. Our popping off ran long. I'm glad though, because we had a lot to say about the things that we talked about. Um, is there anything more you want to add before we move on to the Digging Deep?
0: I think we said it all. All right.
1: So just letting you know, our Digging Deep is continuing our summer series of learning about ourselves. We are going to take this week to look at our attachment styles. So we're going to take the attachment styles quizzes and finally learn about what, how our interactions are with people and things that we love. So that's what we're going to be looking for today. So, Naughty, can you tell us what is attachment?
0: So we this is the definition that we are using. Attachment is def, is defined as a lasting psychological connectedness between human beings, and may be considered interchangeable with concepts such as affectional bond and emotional bond. A human being's First attachment is often established during infancy with the primary caregiver. However, it must be noted that attachment is not unique to infant caregiver relationships, but may also be present in other forms of social relationships. Attachments of various kinds are formed through the repeated act of attachment behaviors or attachment transactions, a continuing process of seeking and maintaining a certain level of proximity to another specified individual. Because caregivers vary in their levels of sensitivity and responsiveness, not all infants attach to caregivers in the same way. We also would like to know that there are four different types of attachment styles. Secure, anxious, avoidant, and disorganized. So why don't you tell the people what you predicted your attachment style to be?
1: So um, just to give you a little sense of what we did and continuing what we did last week, we're going to give a prediction of what we think our attachment styles based on the secure that uh, Nordy just read. I'm sorry, the four types that Naughty just read, which is secure, anxious, avoidant, and disorganized. I'm going to give uh, we're going to give our prediction. I'm going to give my prediction and then read what that prediction is. Nordy's going to give her prediction and then read what that prediction is. And then we're going to make the big reveal and tell you after taking the quizzes, which we'll link in the description, hopefully it'll come through. What our actual styles are so uh to start the teach my prediction out of the four i thought my attachment style would be secure and what secure means is secure is being warm and loving in a relationship come naturally to you you enjoy being intimate without becoming overly worried about your relationships You take things in stride when it comes to romance and don't get easily upset over relationship matters. You effectively communicate your needs and feelings to your partner and are also strong at reading your partner's emotional cues and responding to them. You share your successes and problems with your partner and are able to be there for your partner in times of need. Even though you have a secure attachment style, it is likely you have or will have relationships with people with other attachment styles, which is very, very true.
0: Okay. My prediction, of course, was that I would have an anxious attachment style.
1: Of course.
0: If it, it, the people have been listening, they, they know me by now. And that just is so on par, especially after uh, revealing my um, personality. I think that that kind of goes hand in hand. Uh, so an anxious attachment style is you love to be very close to your romantic partners and have the capacity for great intimacy. You often fear, however, that your partner does not wish to be as close to you as you would like your partner to be. Relationships tend to consume a large part of your emotional energy, which we talked about yesterday. Um, you tend to be very sensitive to small fluctuations in your partner's moods and actions and although your senses are often accurate you take your partner's behaviors overly personally as a result you tend to act out and say things you later regret
1: all right so anxious and secure those were our predictions uh nordy do you want to start or do you want me to start
0: um I'll, yeah i'll start with you oh yeah wait so you. just to
1: give you a sense i'm sorry for the audience I'm going to read Naughty's and Naughty's is going to read Mines. So, uh, do you want me to read yours first? I'll
0: read yours. I'll okay. Yours.
1: So, the teach.
0: So, the teach was 0% anxious, a 13% avoidant, and I'll get into avoidant after this, and a 100% secure.
1: 100!
0: Which, if you remember, his personality was console and it just makes so much sense. And his, um, with the, okay, well, let me go into avoidant. Avoidant is, um, it is very important for you to maintain your independence and self-sufficiency. And you often prefer autonomy to intimate relationships. Even though you do not want to be in a relationship, even though you do want to be in a relationship, you feel uncomfortable with too much closeness and tend to keep your partner at arm's length. You don't spend much time worrying about your romantic relationship with relationships or about being rejected you tend not to open up to your partners and they often complain that you are emotionally distant. In relationships, you are often high on you are often on, often on high alert for any signs of control or impin, impingement, is that how you say that? Yes. Impingement on your territory by your partner. So if we think back to like your personality, I I think that that is all very fitting. You like part of your personality was that like you you don't have flings, but that so that kind of also when we had our conversation, it kind of insinuated that you have like these long you have long term sexual relationships that aren't necessarily romantic. And I think just like that that kind of nature, um, like like having those kind of relationships, I can see why. You might be distant in some sense with your partner when you did get a rant. Well, well, hold on. That's
1: avoidant, you just read. That, I'm not avoidant.
0: Yes, you are. You're 13% avoidant. I'm saying that that kind of plays into it.
1: Yeah, but I'm 100% secure.
0: I, I know, but that doesn't mean I'm, I'm saying what, at the times where you may be distant from your partner, that might be where it comes, it comes from, from what we had, from our last conversation. That's just what I'm thinking.
1: All right, yeah, yeah, I get it. All right, so um, let's go into naughties. Yeah,
0: but I'm not surprised about the secure. When I actually, when I re- when initially, because, you know, we have an outline, when I read the results, I laughed because I was like, of course you got 100% secure because even in your personality, there's, um, when you broke that, even that was like about how confident you are in yourself and how, you know, and you might like you, you wanna connect to people. But you know, so I was like, of course. So it made sense.
1: Um, yeah. All right. So for naughty, you were fifty percent anxious, thirteen, same as me, avoidant, thirteen percent avoidant, and sixty three percent secure. So overall, you are mostly secure. However, you have this kind of balance between mostly secure. With 63% and that 50% anxious. So, in a sense, there's kind of like this ping ponging going between. But based off of just those numbers, what's your reaction to the anxious being 50%? Because that was your original. Uh,
0: I'm sure. Sh- what are you
1: shocked at? The 63% secure or the 50% anxious?
0: At both. I thought I was going to be all anxious. I didn't, like, first of all, I didn't know that you can be a mix of things. But, um, like, or no it said in the when when uh, before taking the test it said you could be anxious avoiding so i was like okay but those two seem to really go hand in hand so i thought i was going to be anxious or anxious avoiding so when i saw secure i was like wow i was like i'm really growing because i feel like i am more confident in myself and i think if even if i took the test today versus when me took it before that there would even be a difference just because i started working out since taking that test and things like that so yeah, I was that was what I was surprised about, but, um honestly,
1: the working out, do you think it it helped with your attachment style?
0: I think it I think part of the attachment style is how, even though it said like it 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 says like um it's from your relationship with the caregiver, but it's also with like social relationships. And I do think that the part of it is the relationship you have with yourself. And I think that uh, because of the kind of work that I'm doing, um where you're looking in front of a mirror the whole time. It like it and because it's you're really testing like the smallest aspects of your body, you're seeing how strong you are, you're watching yourself get stronger, and it just makes you feel so much more confident. I told you the other day I was looking in the mirror working out and I was like, Damn, yo, your girl is fucking sexy. I was like, Why have I ever died of myself? I was like this I was like the the connection has been made and I feel like more I feel more confident in other areas of my life. But it had to it had to start somewhere.
1: Yeah. And and that's the way to do it. Um, How do you right. feel
0: about your results?
1: I, Duh.
0: No, yeah. From the moment I met him, he's been like, I love myself. I'm the best.
1: I mean, I don't know if I say I'm the best, but I'm the best for me. I don't think I'm the best as far as being better than anybody else. I mean, I'm.
0: Well, yeah, no, not like that. But yes, you're like, I'm great. I'm beautiful. I'm like always. You never. Not, not, not that you never. But you, you know, you big up yourself and you believe it.
1: Um, Yeah, and I have to. I have to Um, because, you know, sometimes you have to be your own cheerleader. Sometimes you have to be that person there for you. So I wanted to uh, take a moment and I wanted to read the profile of somebody who is anxious or preoccupied. Overall, uh, Naughty's report was anxious, preoccupied attachment. And I'm going to read what are the uh, profiles, which is on page three. Um, Characteristics of somebody who's anxious or preoccupied, uh, you may feel as though you're less than others. The low sense of self-esteem associated (laughs) with the uh, uh, anxious attachment style often results in feelings of not being good enough. You self-sacrifice and put the needs of others first. This is often due to a lack of sense of self and your own needs. Due to an inconsistent formative period, you may feel as though you're unworthy of love. Thus, you seek external validation and reassurance from others in an attempt to prove to yourself that you deserve love. Uh, spoiler alert, you do deserve love. You struggle with being single or alone for periods of time. Relationships and intimacy are strongly connected with an anxious attachment styles. I'm sorry, an anxious attachers feelings of self-worth. Therefore, you may crave attention and may try to impress others in an attempt to get it. As far as so far, we got like six more. What, what's your response to those?
0: Well, we talked about this yesterday. Um, I, when I, I said like, we were talking about like, well, we were trying to schedule a time for the podcast. And I was like, no, like go out with your friend, go out with your friend. Um, and you were like, no, the podcast comes first. Duh. Yes, yes, and I completely understood. I completely understood that, but I was like, no, like you made a commitment to your friend, like be with me, <laughs> you know. And then I, I texted you. I was like, I'm actively realizing that I always put like men first, or I put people ahead of like what I need to do all the time. And it was just like I'm, l- like literally, it just click like how I and how easily I do that because I would. Because, and then even like I would have been like, oh, I'll, I'll meet you later. I'll be like I would have inconvenienced myself so that you could have gone out. So, like, I think that's interesting.
1: Absolutely not. This yeah. comes first. This is what we do. No, we are naughty and the teach.
0: Yes, this comes first. Yes, but if you would have wanted to go out and then record at 10 o'clock, I would have come at 10 o'clock. No. And no, You know <laughs> what I mean? But that's what I'm saying. It's like I would have did, redid my whole thing to, you know, to compliment or to make it easier for you. So I see that all the time. I also think, um, yeah, no, like, Right now, I've been alone in my house, and it's, you know, it it can be, it can, there's times where I enjoy it and times where it's really hard, but mostly because I miss my kids.
1: Should I continue to read the rest of them? There's like six more, or should I just pick and choose?
0: You can pick and choose.
1: All right, so due to what you just said, due to a lack of self-agency, you may struggle with making decisions and instead rely on a partner to do so. You fear rejection and criticism. Thus, you may become highly upset at any form of disapproval from a partner. And I'm trying to find one more good one.
0: Those were good? Because they weren't good. No, no.
1: I'm, I'm saying just to, to sum it up. Um, you are attentive to your loved ones, almost to a fault, fault. Others may end up taking advantage of your kindness and generous nature. Um,
0: All the time. And I can see that. Uh,
1: You are hypervigilant towards any threat to your relationships. Due to your fear of rejection and need for intimacy, you may overanalyze all of your partner's actions and yet misinterpret fundamental problems in a relationship.
0: I can see that.
1: Um, There's two more. I don't need to read them. We could just move on if you want to just read uh, the teacher's
0: so for yours oh god this is why i need glasses hold give me a second guys it says you're at the top of um dismissing attachment and um for and that's on the on the avoidance scale so it's hot, it's on the top of avoidance for dismissing attachment and it's um
1: oh that's for mother and father
0: yes and then for general 'Cause it is the your part oh for, for your partner and in general, you are in secure attachment but you cl- um your
1: Wait sorry, where are you read that?
0: This right here. Yeah. Yes, I know, but partner and anxiety in general are the same. That's why it's one black dot. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So you're in secure attachment. But it's still that's what I was saying.
1: No, it's secure attachment.
0: I just said that.
1: You said insecure.
0: I said, no, I said secure attachment.
1: Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Keep going.
0: Okay. Um, So it says, these are some of the characteristics. It says, you have a favorable view of yourself due to your early years. You have a strong sense of self and self-agency. Any comments?
1: Oh, keep going. No, no, you're good.
0: All right. You have a favorable view of others. You tend to trust your partners in their intentions and you do and you do not typically feel jealous or doubt a loved one's intentions. You seek out emotional closeness with others and give it and give it back in return. You enjoy mutual dependency.
1: That's the secret. Yes, I do want de- I want it mutual.
0: That's what that's what we talked about in the last episode. Yeah. Exactly, we talked about as a as someone who gives a lot, you want to be given back to, um, in an equitable way. Uh, although you enjoy being in a relationship, you are also comfortable being alone. True. Uh, you exude warmth and express your feelings openly and, comf- and comfortable and comfortably when appropriate.
1: Yes, I'm also working on being more specific and detailed.
0: Um. Oh, I can see that. Uh, you are capable of initiating and maintaining meaningful long-term relationships.
1: I'm trying, y'all.
0: You are aware of your emotions and are able to regulate them. You are also able to help insecure partners balance theirs when they are feeling too much or too little.
1: Nah, I'm, I'm terrible at that.
0: I don't know if you're being sarcastic or not. i will be sarcastic. Uh, you are comfortable with proximity. or Your view on relationships is positive, so being close to someone is enjoyable to you. Any comments?
1: I, I think it's true.
0: Uh, you are self-aware and thus can... M- This is different from your um, personality thing, but it says you are self-aware and and thus can manage criticism without becoming overly distressed. These self-reflection skills help you understand how you act within social context and and may affect the outcome.
1: I I think they're similar, only because uh, the other one was saying it's like it's a little bit painful. It's like stinging when you get the criticism, but this one is saying you don't become overly distressed by it because it's true. You're like when somebody says something to you and you they're your partner you like them you care about them whatever it may be it stings it's just the initial reaction especially if the criticism was like oh you're not doing this or something that could be perceived as negative your first reaction is like oh it's it's stinging because it's coming from them but i don't get distressed by it because i understand that you know this is something that they may need in order to express something to me and go from there
0: are you ready for your favorite part of the
1: oh we got we got the, the uh, we got our new segment
0: oh yes I forgot the new Ooh. segment yes
1: so you- naughty uh we don't have a sound for the new segment which is off the cuff so off the cuff again is just something that we're going to say uh, naughty is going to to pose a question and I'm gonna answer it no research just off the cuff that's why it's called off the cuff so naughty what is your off-the-cuff this week?
0: Okay, so um, this is somewhat inspired by Insecure and other comments I have seen in the...
1: Uh, Insecure, this TV show? Yes, Insecure, oh, God, the TV God, 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 show.
0: God. So I'm not going to spoil it, but it's I'm just going to say it's inspired by it. Um, I think we might have talked about it in an earlier episode, so but I don't want to spoil it now. Uh, so the question is, when dating a single parent, are you dating a person or the family?
1: Oh, I, I have no time to think about it. So off the cuff, to start, you're dating the person. And I think eventually as the relationship progress, if they choose to introduce you to the family, you are a not I wouldn't say a member because it depends on the level of interaction, of um, connection that you have with that individual. But To start, you're dating the person based on the person's view of you and how they feel about you and feel like you might be somebody who could be somebody positive. They want to introduce that other side and that other world of themselves to you. That's when you become. But I don't think you're dating the family. You're always dating the individual. It's just when that person feels comfortable enough with you or trusting or whatever to introduce you to their... Uh,
0: and I mean their kids, not like their Yeah, yeah their family. kids. That's what I figured. That's what yeah, I no, meant. No, no, but I'm clarifying for <laughs> people listening. That's people.
1: when they introduce you to their kids. And I think that... But you start off by dating the family. I'm sorry. You start off by dating the individual. You get introduced to the kids when they feel the time is right. Well, what's your thought?
0: I mean, I don't know. I feel like... Um, I feel like you hit it on the head, like you're, you know, as a parent, I'm a, I'm a person and then I'm also, I'm, who is also a parent. So you get to know me and then I'm like, nah, you're like a Woody Allen type of guy. You're not meeting my kids and I'm not going to date you anymore. Then it's like, uh, or like you're a good guy. I introduce to my ki- to my, to my child. And then maybe we go from there. But I also think like, even in that, but I also think if you're dating a single parent, in a sense even though you're getting to know the person, you ultimately, if you're dating them, if you plan on dating them seriously at a certain point, you're dating the f- the family even as you're getting to know them because you know the role you'll be stepping into. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So even when you're dating the individual, getting to know them, in a sense, you're still dating. You're dating the idea of being a family. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and you, you're getting a sense of being part of that world that has already been established.
0: Even before you meet the kid. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. But when you first start, you're dating the individual. To, 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 to I think it would be unfair to any individual to overlook them because of what may have happened before you even existed in their world, but in their existence. But
0: that's so, that's so. I'm not saying that you're ignoring them. I'm saying that you are, you're getting to know them but if when you as you're getting to know them, if part of you feels like like when you even before you get introduced to their kids, if you're thinking that it's something that you wanna be in seri- seriously, then the idea of the family is there. Not that you're still but you're still getting
1: to know them. I got you. I got you. So yeah, um you date the individual first, then the kids get introduced to you when the parent, male or female, they or them, whatever. Uh, decides um all right so are we ready ready all right so this is the part where i get excited because this is my favorite segment it is naughty and the teach recommends so again queen of the podcast can you please tell me what would you be recommending this week
0: I'm recommending that people, um, be kind of get in tune with their bodies, whether that's like a 10, 15 minute walk or stretch, you know, just to really focus on like yourself and your body and take that time to make that mind body connection. I do think that, uh, I do think that it would, it, it only has benefits, you know, excuse me. Um. And I know people focus on like seasonal depression, but I but like depression is all year round and you need to focus on that kind on that connection all year round. So that's why I think it's important. I also think a really fun exercise is like masturbating from the mirror. I know people think it's weird and what? some people are like, I have a penis, so I can actually like look at my penis, but masturbating in the mirror is not just about looking at your genitals. It's about looking at yourself and admiring yourself and having another mind to body connection. And I'm telling you, it's harder than you think. You don't have to do it standing up. You just have to place yourself in a comfortable position with a mirror. It can be a hand mirror. I'm telling you it's worth it. Try it. Try Don't, don't. I know you're like, what the fuck is she talking about? Just try it. It's worth it.
1: Look, I'm going to take whatever you say, but you did recommend masturbating in, in a mirror. Yes. How? Like how do you situate the mirror if it's a hand mirror do you are you looking at your genitals? are you looking at you
0: can move where that. the
1: action is
0: you can move the mirror so you can look at yourself, you can look at your face, you can look at your breast you can look oh at, I get it, you I can get look it. at get your it. genitals you can move the mirror and just look at yourself. I suggest you move from your face to your and you move through your body slowly so that you can just see how you look and admire how you look. I also think. If you do have this the space for this, if you have a large mirror and you can move it to your bedroom or if it, you have a place where you can like lay in front of it, I suggest that you do that. I'm telling you it's very, very worth it. and it does it makes you see yourself in a very different way. It's like when if you've ever had sex like near a mirror and you've turned and looked at yourself and been like, "Damn, I'm sexy because you just be like, "Wow, I'm really doing what I'm supposed to do." It's like that, but on ten.
1: Damn, I gotta go buy me some mirrors. <laughs> you have
0: a big ass full length mirror.
1: Wait, wait. wait. Talk about the one in the
0: in your gym.
1: The exercise mirror.
0: That's still a mirror when yeah, that's you true. when it's that's not true. turned that's on. True. That is true. It's that's a true. fucking regular ass mirror.
1: That's true. That is that true. you
0: can look at, and you have a nice little uh, mat down.
1: But naughty. What happens if I and look at makeup? myself and I'm masturbating and I can't come? Is it because I'm not attractive?
0: <laughs> no it's not because you're not attractive i mean for some people maybe it takes a little bit more i don't know i feel like if you can't come i think part of that is because when you're looking at yourself you're feeling self-conscious it's uh, not because you think you're ugly it's so you're not in
1: tune with yourself yeah
0: you mm. have to really you have if you if you don't find yourself sexy it's going to be a hard activity to do to start that's why it's something that you should practice
1: true um all right, so my recommendation is <laughs> slightly different than masturbating in front lot of, of a mirror
0: stuff this episode nah, it's, listen that's why I'm naughty flower
1: do what you do so uh, my recommendation is a TV show called What Lies in the Shadows um I've heard about this show for a while it's about uh it comes on FX I watch it on Hulu. you can catch all the episodes on Hulu if you have a Hulu subscription um it is about vampires who live in modern day New York City, Staten Island and it's just about their adventures of the old world and the new world and being vampires it is a really funny show it's a feel good show they have uh, a all of their characters are pretty great, all of the characters are pretty great, Uh, one character that gets slept on is a character named Colin Robinson, yes they say his whole name Every time he comes on. He is known as an energy vampire. And his whole thing is. When he's around you. He just sucks the energy out of you. Now the funny thing is. We aren't 100% sure he's an actual vampire. He could just be a human. Who just happens to suck up. The energy of everybody else. But we all know an energy suck. I'm going to challenge you right now. Think of somebody who. When they come around you. And they're in that mode. They can suck out all your energy. Somebody came to mind, right? Did somebody come to your mind?
0: I think we have the same person in our mind. Probably. Oh yeah, we, we know. How okay. We don't have
1: I'm mumbled to her, but we're gonna check on that afterwards. But what lies in the shadow, great show. It's 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 an easy watch, it's an enjoyable watch. It's shot documentary style. You can't go wrong, Laszlo Nadja, Nando the Conqueror, Guillermo who is a great character. Uh, okay. Colin Robinson, you can't go wrong. I wish you could, Check it out.
0: I wish you guys could see the hand motions that he oh. did. While, while he's yeah. very ex- happy and excited about this yeah.
1: show. Yeah, but it's definitely a good show. Check it out.
0: So touch yourself and watch What Lies in the Shadows.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you should, and, and, and in the front of a mirror.
0: In front of a mirror specifically. <laughs> and I also said to, to, to go for a walk.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay? Don't do that outside, please. Please no, don't no, do that go outside. Go
0: for the walk outside. Touch yourself in your own home.
1: Yes. Um, anything we want to leave the listeners with uh, before we log off this episode? The
0: link to the um, to the test will be in our caption, and you can DM us your results or talk to us about your results. Please do at Naughty and the Teach on Instagram at Naughty Flower on Instagram or at the Teach NYC on Instagram.
1: Yes. Um, keep in mind, we're going to be having f- um, stickers. Placed in random places in New York City.
0: So remember, if you see a sticker, take a picture and tag 10 friends.
1: Yes. Um, That's all we got for this episode. We still have more um, quizzes to learn more about ourselves. We strongly encourage you to also take these quizzes as well. Do them with friends. Read your friends' results the same way that Naughty and I are doing. So that way it it adds this level of connectiveness uh, between the two of you. You're learning about yourself, but they're also learning about you at the same time. Um, that's all we got for this episode. Darnie, any final words?
0: Have a great week.
1: Yes, definitely. And, uh, masturbate in front of a mirror.